My name's Edie. I'm 16. I'm a junior in high school. I'm Chinese American. I'm an introvert. I'm a dancer. I do theater. I could go on, but to save you some time, I won't. All I'm saying is that everyone has a unique set of attributes from which an individual voice emerges. So, with that, welcome to my podcast, Voices. Here we talk about a lot of things, but what's important is that everyone who shares uses their voice to discuss the topic at hand. Part of being human is discovering your voice, but it's also about learning the voices of others. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk about growing up, with a special appearance from my little sister, Gemma. Like I said, I'm 16, and I've done a lot of growing up, but I still have a lot to do. I can't talk about the future, though, so let's go back in time. First of all, I was born in China and adopted when I was around 16 months old. I've lived in the same town since then, and all my growing up has happened there. It's a nice suburb, and it's a bit of a bubble in the sense that a lot of people who live in my town treat it like it's the only place in the world. There's an element of support in the community of this bubble that I've always felt has had my back. I went through the public school system, still in it, and was really involved in lots of local theater and dance. I would say that I had a relatively normal childhood in the sense that I didn't grow up too fast. With social media and smart devices, it feels like kids, especially in middle school, are growing up way too fast, at least compared to my childhood. Anyway, when I was little, I was shy and quiet, but I also liked playing pretend with my friends. I loved my family and hanging out at home. I've always been creative and musical. I was always singing and dancing around the house. Theater and dance are some of the most important things to me that I continued to do past elementary school, but I also played like pre-K soccer and took lots of ceramic and art classes when I was little. I was put into a wide range of activities, but because I was involved in activities like theater and dance, I was able to kind of expand those interests, build those skills, and learn which things I value and which things I don't. I think discovering your identity is about learning your own personality and the traits you naturally have. For me, that's things like the tendency to be quiet or my creativity. But your identity is also impacted by the environment you grew up in and activities you were involved in. And I mean, identity means so many different things and can go in so many different directions. This is only a small piece of that puzzle. Anyway, another big part of my childhood was my siblings. I grew up with two siblings, my brother, who's 10 years older, and my sister, who's 4 years younger. I like to think that they shaped who I am in a way. I'm a very caring person, and I think that part of it comes from my genes, but I also lived in an environment where I had people close to me to care for, especially my little sister. We're very close, and it's always been that way. I was the kind of person who begged and begged for a little sister, and was so excited when she came home. She was also adopted from China, and I can still remember the excitement I had when we were going to meet her for the first time. When we were little, we played together all the time, watched the same TV shows, fought occasionally, but overall had a great time. This week, I wanted to sit down with her and have a conversation, but she wanted to make sure she got everything right, so she wrote down some notes and read from them. So without further ado, here she is. Hi, I'm Gemma. I'm 12 years old, and I'm in 7th grade. I dance, I play the piano and I like playing games with my family. I like watching TV and making TikToks in my downtime. I think I'm funny. I like making people laugh. My friends and family are important to me. I want to be on the podcast because I'm Edie's sister, and I want to talk to her. Do you think we get along? Do you think we've always gotten along? Pretty well. Sometimes you can be a little extreme, 
because you shut me out, like Anna and Elsa. But we dance together and play games together. I don't think we always get along. Sometimes we fight. Now that we're older, we can control our fights more, and we don't bother each other as much, even though I bother you. When we were little, we used to play American Girl dolls, and we mostly got along when we were playing. We used to fight about sharing, and I thought you were bossy. Do I annoy you? Yes, you annoy me when you shut me out and you don't want to hang out with me, and when you're being mean and you don't like me, and I don't like it when you're a hypocrite. Do you think you annoy me? Yeah, because I want to be with you all the time, and you don't like it. I bug you by going into your room all the time. I sometimes make fun of you by mocking you, and it annoys you. I also yell a lot, and I think it annoys you. Am I a good big sister? Yeah, because you're nice. You hang out with me. You get stuff for me. We have a lot of fun together. We have fun when we play games, and you're a good travel buddy. We take pictures and make videos together. You're good at keeping secrets, and we have really fun inside jokes. Do you think you're a good little sister? Yeah, because I'm really fun to be around, and I'm really funny, and I'm a good entertainer. I also listen to you pretty well. Have I played a big role in your life? Yeah, because you're a good example, and because you're a good sister, and I have to live with you. Could you imagine life without me? No, because you're special, and it's fun to have siblings. What's your favorite thing we do together? Taking pictures, making videos, playing games, and traveling together. I asked for one, but that's okay. Oh, we think of inside jokes. Will you be sad when I have to go to college? What will you miss most about me? Sure, I'll be lonely. I'll miss your support, like when people are being mean to me, or if I have friend issues. Because mom and dad are kind of old to understand it, but you always do. Have you enjoyed quarantine with me so far? It's a little boring because you don't really do much. You're like a sloth because you're slow, and you just like sleeping and relaxing. Sometimes you do spend time with me, and we'll play games or watch TV. Do you think you've had a good childhood so far? Yeah, because it's fun being small. You can do a lot of stuff, like easier work and playing more. You're not so busy, so you can actually have time to have fun. And how do you know you're more busy when you're older? Because I look at old videos and all we're doing is playing. Are you scared of growing up? Yes, because you don't really know what's coming. That's very true. Thank you, Gemma, for taking the time to talk with me. You're welcome, kind sir. As you can tell from that last comment, Gemma is a bit of a goofball, but I had fun interviewing her nevertheless. And that last question I asked her kind of gets at what I'm about to talk about, which is the scary and unstoppable truth of growing up. While growing up is an essential part of life and discovering your identity, it's one of the scariest things for me. Everyone's different, but I'm not a huge fan of change, so the thought of growing up and one day leaving my parents is very scary. 
My perception has changed a little bit over the last couple of years, though, which is kind of ironic. During my freshman year, I was absolutely terrified of growing up and the thought of going away to college, to the extent where I would have sleepless nights worrying about the future. The more time went on, the more I accepted the fact that I can't stop time, and I started focusing more on the positives of leaving. Even though I started feeling more excited about the freedom and independence of graduating and moving out, growing up is still scary. And I think that I find it so scary because my childhood was so good. I think it's because I don't want the goodness of it to go away. It's also scary how unstoppable it is and how fast it goes. Time has been passing weirdly in quarantine, and even though the last time I was with my friends was six weeks ago, it feels like it was years ago. But at the same time, each day feels like it passes so quickly. Anyway, when school and work and activities are on as normal, time literally flashes before your eyes. When I try to reflect on my junior year before quarantine, it feels like six and a half months of school and activities happened in one month. I had this realization a couple of months ago that made me think about this. I was part of the musical at my school, which was about to go up, and to be honest, I was not having a good time. I was bogged down by my schoolwork and finding that I had no motivation to be in the show. So I kept saying that I just wanted the last two or three weeks of the process to be over. And I thought, oh yeah, it's only two more weeks, that'll pass in no time. But then I thought, wait, that means two more weeks will have passed, and the closer I'll be to the end of junior year, which means the closer I'll be to senior year, which means I'll have to go to college. The end is a little extreme, but it brings me to my next point. It becomes heartbreaking when you realize that everything you're doing will pass by in the blink of an eye. And prepare yourselves, I'm about to say the cheesiest thing of all time. You need to live in the moment, to the best of your abilities. Instead of thinking about how fast time passes, try finding the good parts of everything you do. I found that it takes the focus off of the future and helps me enjoy what I'm doing better. And I know all of this becomes complicated when we're in quarantine, but I think it's a good time to reflect on what you've accomplished before quarantine and what you plan to accomplish during quarantine. Like I said before, time passes weirdly now, and we're bored and we feel like we have nothing to do, but that doesn't mean we can't find good things, even the tiniest things, like noticing a flower that bloomed in your yard. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been a really fun quarantine project for me. I've enjoyed learning about making podcasts as well as getting to have good conversations with my friends. We have an exciting lineup for the next few weeks, so keep your ears peeled. And I wanted to say one last thing that I was thinking about a couple of nights ago. All of those feelings you feel right now are valid. Everyone is experiencing different emotions during this extremely uncertain time, and you shouldn't let anyone or anything tell you you can't feel the ways you do. Anyway, thanks again. I hope you all stay healthy and stay safe.